Section 30 of The Artist, or Young Ladies Instructor in Ornamental Painting, Drawing, etc., by B. F. Gandhi. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. To Make Card Racks There are many sorts of card racks, but principally two, those which are made to hang up against a wall, and those which stand upon a block. I will teach you how to make both, beginning with the former. Having determined upon a design for the outline, cut out a piece of stout cardboard, rather larger than the form for the back, and another piece for the front. Then prepare the ornamental work for the front of each, whether scorched paper ornamented with gold flowers, like the hand screens, or drawing paper with drawings or paintings, and paste them together, and also the paper for the linings. Let them be put in a press until dry, as in doing the screens, and then cut them out into the proper form with chisels, and when the pieces of card are to be fixed to the back form, for the purpose of holding notes or cards, they may be cut out and pasted at a little distance from the bottom, about an inch, and placed in their right situation. Let them again be put into a press to become flat and hard, after which they may be joined together, either by tying them with ribbons or connecting them with a piece of cardboard. If the former, cut out some holes at equal distances from each other, both in back and front, the same number to each. Then determine the distance you intend the front to project from the back, and cut out two strong pieces of cardboard to an inch more than that length, and about half an inch in width, double down half an inch at each end to the form of the accompanying figure. Now join the front and back of the card rack close together with a strip of gold, coloured or white paper gummed on, and put the two pieces of card at the top of the front to make it set firm and in good form, gumming them to make them stick fast to both back and front. When this is dry, the ribbon may be laced in through the holes, and if a bow be added to each corner, it will give a pleasing finish to the whole. If the back and front are to be connected by a piece of cardboard, a stout piece may be marked to the proper form, and it may be cut out at about a quarter of an inch distance from the mark on each side. It should then be carefully cut along the lines AA, so as to penetrate one-half the card. Then cut away half the thickness of these strips at the side, so when bent they may not project beyond the edge of the middle piece. The two sides may then be gummed to the back and front of the card rack on each side, and when dry will be found sufficiently firm for use. I saw a very pretty pair of card racks lately, but they appeared to be bent at the bottom and not joined like those you have now shown me. How do you think they were put together? They were made entirely of one piece of bristol board cut to the proper form, and then merely bent and connected at the sides with ribbon as before, and a few gold or embossed ornaments added to finish them. Mark out the pattern upon some bristol board, not very thick, bind it with gold round the edge, cut out the holes for the ribbon, fix on the gold ornaments, and then bend it across and lace it with the ribbon, Add the ribbon for the handle, and it is done. Tomorrow I will show you how to make a pair to stand on a shelf, instead of being suspended by ribbons. 
we must procure two pieces of wood from a cabinet maker of about six inches in length two inches in breadth and nearly half an inch in thickness with two divisions sawn halfway through the thickness at the distance of a quarter of an inch from each side and the width of the cardboard of which the back and front are made these are to be covered with colored paper and a brass ball screwed into each of the four corners cut out a piece of paper large enough for the sides to fold over each other when bent round the wood let it be pasted over twice and made to meet on the side where there are no divisions doubling it neatly at the ends so that it may fold over without appearing thick and awkward with a broad awl not quite so thick as the screw of the brass bolts make a hole at each corner and screw in the bolts this completes the stand i must now show you how to connect the back and front which are made as before with this difference only a space of cardboard equal to the depth of the divisions in the stands must be left to the bottom of both the card which is used to join the back and front may be either of a curved or angular form mark upon some stiff card the width of the space between the two divisions on the stands and of about six inches in length and cut it out at a distance of a quarter of an inch on each side cut along these lines so as to penetrate halfway through the card and then divide the strip into small notches let them be bent towards the outside and the whole card on the proper curve mark upon the back and front of the card rack a line of the form into which the connecting piece is to be bent then with glue or gum fasten one side onto the front of the card rack first and when that is dry fasten it on the back placing something heavy to keep them firmly together they may afterwards be inserted into the openings on the stands and made firm either with glue or gum sometimes a strip of gold paper is put on to the front of the stand to give it a finished effect i think from having seen the method of making up these articles you will be able to put together a great variety of fancy works and with a little practice and ingenuity to invent new ones thank you charlotte for all the trouble you have taken to explain these things i shall now make a great many ornamental works for mamma and all my friends End of section 30